Welcome to yet another episode of the RBFTT podcast. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to my crazy ass talk about the current events of this world. This is episode 28. Today is June 25th, 2022. It is a Saturday at 7.45 p.m. here in Arizona. Tonight I will be covering Ben Stiller visiting Ukraine and uh, the president of Zelensky. COVID vaccines affecting semen, Biden signing a new gun control law, and we are going to go heavy into the recent decision on uh, Roe versus Wade as the uh, what we heard yesterday, the Senate officially has overturned the decision on Roe versus Wade after, what, 50 years? So we'll be getting into that. Um, starting off with the... Ukraine conflict. We haven't been getting too much into the Ukraine conflict because it seems like just like with COVID, right? That it's, it's lost in the wind, um, but it's still very much there. Uh, you still have a lot of celebrities, Ben Stiller went down there. Um, a long, a long list of celebrities that have gone down there. He's the one of the recent ones. Uh, for some reason, he felt the need to revive his career, which has been shit the last what, 10, 10 years. Um, he decided to go to Ukraine. Uh, so he talked about Ukraine on, you know, how, Horrible war is as if people don't know about war and how horrible it is. Um, these people, these these celebrities, act like and these they act like normal people don't know about what war is, and you know, like like we haven't been in one in Afghanistan and and the, you know with the war on terror the last twenty years. It's, it's just all a fucking show. Um, and it's just funny because it's supposed to be really dangerous over there. But all these politicians and these celebrities somehow find a way to fly into Ukraine and still have time to visit Zelensky. But it's extremely dangerous down there, right? If it was so dangerous, then... You, you wouldn't have all these celebrities going down there. And it's funny because I wonder what Ben Stiller talked to 
Zelensky about while he was there? Was it the was it the fact that he's you know basically banned the after winning the election uh, he banned the other political party that was running against him and they had an exile into Russia? Did did he talk to him about that? Did he talk to him about how uh, in that country uh, they don't see transgenderism they see you as a man and woman which over here in america that's not the case um but over in ukraine they see you as a man or a woman they don't see transgenderism and they also throw gay people off of roof off of rooftops um but also uh this just came out ukraine votes to restrict russian culture with book and music bans Ukraine's parliament voted to ban certain Russian books and music and attempt to rid the nation of Russian culture and influence. In a vote which passed Sunday, the sale of and production of certain books are now severely limited. Post-1991, Russian citizens are not allowed to print books in Ukraine unless they give up their Russian passports and become Ukrainian citizens. The ban is targeted at authors who were still Russian citizens after the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991. Also, books printed in Russia and Belarus, Belarus are not allowed to be imported into Ukraine. This law established a new requirement that requires special permission for the importation of books from any other country as well. Media outlets and public transportation are also not allowed to play music made by post-1991 Russian citizens. However, Russian music artists can apply to get an exemption from the ban if they condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine. As the BBC reported, the artists seeking exemptions must state that they support the sovereignty and integrity of Ukraine, call on Russia to immediately stop its aggression against Ukraine, and undertake to refrain from any steps that contradict these written statements. This new law also made it mandatory that radio and TV stations broadcast more content produced by Ukrainians. 40% of songs on the radio must be Ukrainian, and 75% of actors on Ukrainian broadcasts must be Ukrainian. The laws are designed to help Ukrainian authors share quality content with the widest possible audience, which after the Russian invasion do not accept any Russian creative product on a physical level. The derusification laws will be fully in effect after Ukraine's president Zelensky signs them. So, you're telling, but uh, but I mean, Russia's the um, Putin's the problem, right? Russia's, I mean, that's the dictatorship. I'm not sure Russia's doing the, kind of the same thing, but it's like, why am I, why am I supporting Ukraine, and why would why would you support that? But then again, if you really think about it, supporting it, think about it, who the, think about the people who are supporting it. First of all, one, it's it's rhinos, it's it's Repub- Republican warmongers, who, um, that that's just that's just what they love. They they got contracts with these weapon manufacturers, and um, you know they just want to see war, but. Then you have the Democrats who, like I just explained with the book banning, the music banning, and 
you had to have a certain amount of people, you know, like Ukrainians um, broadcasting on the radio. And if you, if, if you want to produce any type of your own books, it, like if you're Russian, you had to give it your passport and basically denounce Russia and, and become a full cult member of Ukraine. That sounds not only just very Nazism, but that sounds much like what the Democrat Party has been pushing the last few years um, here in the United States. So it's actually not a surprise that a lot of these celebrities who support the Democrats um, are going over there and they love Ukraine because they they see it as, hey, this is what America could be like. If we just turn the Ukraine into like a country of Democrats, that's what it is. And what Ukraine is doing and how they're running things, that's how they want things to be run in America. They want a one-party system. But here's the sound clip of Ben Stiller talking about the war in Ukraine, and then uh, the next sound clip of Ben Stiller talking with Zelensky. Hey, I'm Ben Stiller, and I'm here in Ukraine. I'm meeting people who've been impacted by the war and hearing how it's changed their lives. War and violence are devastating people all over the world. Nobody chooses to flee their home. Seeking safety is a right, and it needs to be upheld for every person. topic of Ukraine and Russia. Um, if you don't already know uh, the well what was the reason of your gas prices being extremely high uh, was Russia. Well, you know, they can't really figure that part out. Uh, one day they say it's it's uh, from because of inflation, which was caused by COVID. And the next day they say it's Russia. Um, now they're saying that it's the gas station's fault. Uh, you know, then another day they say it's the Republicans' fault. Then they just go back to Russia and COVID. And then they say Trump. Um, so that they really don't have a clear reasoning of, of what is causing. I guess it's really just everybody else but them. That's what the reasoning is. Um, and, and then they... They expect that you're so stupid that you'll believe it. And unfortunately, uh, you know, there are a lot of stupid motherfuckers out there that believe that uh, their gas prices are high because of Russia. Um, but don't let uh, that stop, you know, mainstream media from telling you to shut the fuck up. Um, 
a guest on MSNBC uh, basically had a winning message for Americans worried about rising gas prices and uh, the prospect of a looming recession. Uh, quote, be glad you still have a job and shut up. Uh, the Washington Post columnist, columnist Michelle Singletary, um, who was on MSNBC as a guest, uh, said, I'm just going to say this, and if I get deemed for it, I don't care. There's a great deal of Americans where it is uncomfortable that they are spending more, but they're not going to go under. You've got to stop complaining when there are so many people who literally think inflation rate means that they may have only two meals instead of three. So you've got to stop complaining. You still have your job. So, I, quote, I'm going to need you to calm down and back off. So that's what they that's what these the Democrats think of you. Okay. It's it's because they don't they're not going through this. They don't care. It's shut the fuck up. Just pay it. Just deal with it. And then when it comes to 2024, um, vote for us again. Because it's a fucking cult. That's what it is. It's a cult. But again, don't let me sit here and tell you this information. Uh, Why don't you hear it yourself from them? So hear it from Biden on how he's talking about gas prices. Um, Would you rather have high gas prices or defeating Russia? So apparently um, he's so stupid that he thinks that we care more about Ukraine than, you know, going back to paying $2 a gallon for gas. Um, Then you have Alex Jones talking about Biden on, on gas prices and uh, then the White House press secretary, um, she talks about, uh, what's his name, Don Lemon, uh, asked her about gas prices and inflation. Um, and basically, when is the Biden administration going to be at fault here or take ownership? And she basically gave him an answer that didn't answer his question. So um, you'll hear all of that. And then we'll get on to gun control. So for all those Republicans in Congress criticizing me today for high gas prices in America, are you now saying we were wrong to support Ukraine? Are you saying we were wrong to stand up to Putin? Are you saying that we would rather have lower gas prices in America than Putin's iron fist in Europe? I don't believe that. They also say that last year's stimulus package, which you mentioned, contributed to inflation, Corrine. Does the Biden administration bear some responsibility for this? So, first of all, um, the American Rescue Plan met the moment and it has put us in a place where we can actually 
put us in a place where the American people feel can 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 actually we can take on inflation. What I mean by that is we've we've seen growth right with eight, as I mentioned more than eight million jobs, and now we're transitioning into a steady, a stable growth. The president actually wrote an op-ed to discuss that himself, taught lay out his plan on how we're going to bring down inflation, and so that's really important in order uh, to take this on. We got to have some uh, be in a good historic economic place, which is where we are right now. No, ladies and gentlemen, when Trump told oil companies to lower prices, when Trump, they said, yes, sir, let us increase output, and it plunged. Because the president has power when he's not a puppet. He, Biden could be directing all this. I'm going to go to break and take your calls, but here is uh, Biden and, and, and the biggest lie ever. The companies running gas stations and setting those prices at the pump. This is a time of war, global peril, Ukraine. These are not normal times. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. Do it now. Do it today. Your customers, the American people, they need relief now. So let me summarize. So he can flip a switch and say we're now pro-energy like Trump did and go from being the third biggest producer to number one overnight. Just flip a switch. The oil companies and the wildcatters and our people can do it like that. The infrastructure is still there, though it's falling apart. I've talked to a lot of people that work in the oil fields and the refineries. They say if things continue for another year, they won't be able to up capacity for a decade. But it's still in place right now. Within months, they could lower gas prices. He is in direct control of those levers. And he blames the gas stations. I mean, that is, that is just so insulting. And he sits there all sanctimonious like he cares. But you know there's probably 20% of people. That's what really vote for Democrats. They, they, they stay in power by election fraud. Everybody knows that. It's all come out. But there's about 20, 25% of people that would believe the moon was made out of pistachio ice cream if he told them so. They would believe anything. And they're like, yeah, it's the gas stations. They're the ones. They're the reason the price went up. Not that he blocked the drilling and the refining and the delivery of the stuff. Man, these people are sick. So this past week has been uh, very interesting. A lot of changes within this country just this past week. One of them being uh, gun control. Biden signed a uh, new gun control bill into law last week. Uh, President Joe Biden on Saturday signed into law the biggest gun control measure introduced in the United States in decades after the bipartisan bill cleared both houses of Congress. The bill would provide around $15 billion over the next five years toward expanding access to mental health programs and enhancing school security in a bid to prevent future mass shootings. The legislation would also expand federal background checks for individuals between 18 to 21 who are seeking to buy a gun by requiring additional juvenile records checks. Excuse me. It would also close the so-called, quote, boyfriend loophole. Under the measure, convicted domestic abusers would be barred from buying guns if their victim is a romantic partner or a recent former romantic partner. The bill will also help provide $750 million in funding 
as an incentive to enforce red flag laws in 19 states of the District of Columbia to that have them, making it easier to temporarily confiscate guns from people deemed a danger to themselves or others. Now, we have a lot to unpack with that. One, um, you know, you're looking at around $760 million being put into within this next five years, um, being put into this law. So, I mean, for one, for starters, where is that money coming from? So let's just raise inflation even more. And one, the 15 billion, I'm sorry, it's not 70. I read that wrong. Um, 750 million in funding towards red flag laws, 15 billion over the next five years toward expanding access to mental health programs. Um, I mean, where the fuck are they getting this money, dude? Um, first of all, the 15 billion over the next five years, yeah, that's not going to mental health programs, that's not going to enhance school security. No, that's going to school security. Not 15 fucking billion. That's going into the pockets of governors and mayors, um, other politicians. So that's other programs that the Democrats control. Uh, basically, it's just going to be, you know, money that's this washed, much like the cartel, how they wash their money. That that's that's what they're going to use this fifteen billion for. It's just to wash it through different programs. Now, one eye-opening thing is the uh, boyfriend loophole. So, convicted domestic abusers. Um, if you were like a boyfriend, I, I like how it's only boyfriend. It's not like the girlfriend loophole, right? Because uh, females can't be crazy bitches, right? Um, I mean, time and time again, I mean, females can't be part. They can't domestic. They can't be a part of domestic violence, right? They can't like cry rape. I mean, that that's not going to happen. Um, it's it's just the males that 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 are domestic abusers. So according to the Democrats, but it would close the boyfriend loophole under the measure. Convicted domestic abusers would be barred from buying guns if their victim is their romantic partner or a recent former romantic partner. So that's pretty fucking scary because who's coming and saying? Let, let's say. Okay, I have a girlfriend. And that girlfriend decides or I decide to break up with that girlfriend. Or that girlfriend decides to break up with me because she just doesn't like who I am anymore. Right? Uh, or I decide, you know, I don't want to have a kid with you. So, you know, um, we just end things. Or whatever the reason is. I mean, what's stopping from that from that fe- from that female to falsely accuse that quote unquote boyfriend um, of domestic abuse, um, and then that particular person w- w- would be prevented from buying guns, or it doesn't even have to be a boyfriend girlfriend. It says a former romantic partner, even so, you don't even have to be together anymore. All you had to basically do 
is of a one night stand and you know oh what <laughs> some conservative fucked me oh, fuck that um and all of a sudden you're going to you're getting a complaint and you know falsely being you know um accused of domestic violence and you have to basically prove your innocence and until then you cannot buy guns and you have to have your guns removed yeah i don't see anything wrong with that uh, nothing can go wrong with that at all uh the bill would also help provide 750 million of funding as an incentive to enforce red flag laws in the 19 states of the district of columbia that have them making it easier to temporarily confiscate guns from people deemed a danger to themselves or others who is making that decision who's making that decision as to who's a danger and who's and who's not a danger i mean there's a lot of people out there that would look at me and because that's all red flag law is is whether it's on social media whether it's your neighbor your teacher a student um a co-worker whatever it is all it takes is some pretty much liberal nut job to say i don't like this person and they just make up some story and they say hey this is you know this person um you know i don't he's crazy i don't think he needs his guns and then basically uh law enforcement comes comes by and they temporarily confiscate your guns for your safety of course and then you have to prove your innocence it's not guilty it's not innocent until you're proven guilty no you're guilty until you until you prove that you're innocent see and then once they take your guns away, they're not going to give them back. They'll, I'm sure they'll find a way to, to, to be like, yeah, yeah, this guy's crazy. They'll comb through your fucking social media. They'll find some type of fucking comment that you made. Um, and they'll use that to, to basically ban you from, from gun ownership. And now how, now here's where the liberals don't fucking understand. Here's where people don't get it of how extremely dangerous this is because let's say that someone on social media or somebody that knows me, right? It's, it, this has happened before to multiple people where law enforcement comes over because some moron wants to fucking complain that somebody has guns in their home. And they say, oh, he's dangerous. Go take his guns. So law enforcement goes, knocks on their door. And it already happened once. I forget what the name is. It happened, I think it was a few years ago where it was a red flag law. Guy opened his door and law enforcement said, hey, we're here to take your guns. Temporarily take away your guns because we've had a complaint against you. And the guy was like, basically, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. And um, basically, they tried to go into his home. He opened fire on him, and the guy ended up dying. So that's an innocent man that was killed. 
because somebody wanted to make a complaint because somebody got fucking pissed off that he owned a gun. That's all that was. And you're going to see a lot more of that in the years to come because you're going to have a lot of people like, for instance, like me for, okay. For one, if if a cop's coming to my fucking door, I'm not answering the goddamn door. For one, you never answer your fucking door. You can talk. You can talk to any law enforcement officer. If a law enforcement officer is knocking on your door, um, he's not there for any good reason. Okay, he's there for you, for the person living in that residence. So you can talk to him throughout the window, talk to him through the fucking door. But let's not go on a fucking rant here about what to do with a fucking law enforcement officer comes to your door. No, there's going to be a lot of people who don't give up their guns when something like this happens. You're going to have a lot of innocent lives, whether that's, you know, somebody like me who I'm like, nah, fuck you. You're not taking my weapon. And then I end up getting shot to death or somebody ends up popping off a few shots at law enforcement officers and, you know, law enforcement officers who, who, you know, they're there to do their job. Now, you could easily say, you know, hey, are they really there to do their job? If they're just if they're following that type of order, are they really innocent? That's a different story. That's a whole nother fucking thing. But basically, it's that that law enforcement officer doesn't need to fucking die or something like this. And that's what this is going to do. This is just going to create a bigger riff between conservatives and Democrats. Because let's face it, anybody who sits there and complains about somebody with a gun, majority of the time, it's liberals to conservatives. This is, how is this going to save lives? How is basically targeting people targeting innocent law-abiding citizens how is that going to save lives what's 15 billion dollars going to do for health program we already have mental health programs mental health programs and shit it's none of this this is just one little step closer to, to where they want to go. And that's the ultimate goal of banning guns entirely. Because you don't get to have guns. Only security, only the elite, only politicians, only special people get to do that. Um, there was one, I forgot to put it in there. It was in a video that I talked about, but there was one good thing though, is that the Senate, even though this bill was passed, the Senate passed uh, over in New York city. Um, cause New York city was trying to basically ban New York city citizens, law abiding citizens from carrying, Guns, even with a concealed carry permit, carrying guns anywhere in New York City. Like, you can't, you can't, you are not able to take them from your house. 
and the Senate said nope. And people are freaking the fuck out. It's like, oh, everybody's going to be armed and dangerous. And it's like, okay. So let me get this straight. You're worried about a law-abiding citizen being quote-unquote strapped. But you're not, haven't been worried about um, the crime, all the gang members that have been shooting up in that, uh, shooting people in that city. You want to, of all places, New York City, who love Black Lives Matter, uh, you guys want to put full faith into the, the law enforcement now. When just two years, when just what, a year and a half ago, you were burning cities to the fucking ground because you hated PD. But now you love them, though. <clears throat> so while that's happening, The, because I see another reason why, in my opinion, they, they're trying to get rid of all the guns is because there's either going to be one or two things that are going to happen. Either one, they're planning, the government is planning on doing something really fucked up in the future, really fucked up in the near future. Or China is going to invade and they want the least amount of resistance possible because they want China to be the number one superpower and to rule over the world. And you can see that with our military today, which brings me to the next point. This is from straight from the military times. Army drops requirement for high school diploma amid recruiting crisis. The Army is tossing its mandate for potential recruits to have a high school diploma or GED certificate tinless in the service. In one of the most dramatic moves yet in the escalating recruiting crisis, hitting the entire Defense Department. Previously, the Army would allow people to enlist if they hadn't finished high school yet at the age of 17 with parental consent. Those recruits typically wouldn't shift to basic training until they completed school. The change follows another shift in policy this week when the service relaxed its tattoo rules, allowing potential recruits to enlist with tattoos on their hands and neck, which previously needed waivers. The Army and its sister services have scrambled this year, offering increasingly generous benefits and policy tweaks in an effort to improve recruiting numbers. The Army has hit, its, has hit 40% of its recruiting goals this year, with the struggle to fill the ranks seemingly so grim, the Defense Department reduced its planned total force size because the prior recruiting goals were out of reach. Um, it doesn't take a fucking it doesn't take Elon Musk to realize that we're fucked. I know in the past episodes. I've talked about China invading the United States. And now you have, not only with all this woke bullshit and this pronoun and all this and transgenderism in the military that's being paid for, um, co-ed training, women and males training together, um, which that shouldn't happen. 
Um, it needs to be just strictly male training and just strictly female training. And now you have the army basically allowing retards. Well, I mean, there's a lot. Of, trust me, I, I was, I've been in the army. There's a lot of stupid motherfuckers in the, in, in the military. But this is going to just have an entirely different wave of stupidity coming into its ranks. Uh, because now you're going to have people who don't even have a high school fucking diploma. So you don't have a high school diploma. And you want me to be confident that, you know, you can operate certain weapon systems. Or you can, you know, basically f- follow general directions to, uh, you know, have my back in combat. You can't even get a fucking high school diploma, dude. So you're going to have more retards joining. More illiterates. Um, and then you're going to also have... Um, probably more gang members um, or just more pieces of shit. I mean, seriously, if you think about it, who the fuck at age 18 has a bunch of fucking tattoos all over them? I mean, truly, if you're 18 and you have fucking tattoos in your necks and hands and shit, um, you've, you've got fucking issues. You've got issues. And... It used to be where the army agreed. They're like, yeah, dude, we don't need somebody who already is 18 and who already has tattoos all over them. Like, no, we'll move on from you. We'll get somebody else. You know, somebody more professional. Um, So that's gone. Um, So you have retards, and it just seems to me that the army just doesn't care about being professional anymore. Um, and, and it's just not even that it's, they're still firing thousands. They're still, sorry, my friends calling me. They're still firing thousands of fucking people for not having max for not having uh, vaccines. And you know, that's their, their recruiting goals are they're They really hit a, a blockade basically. And I think a lot of people in the army or a lot of the young people now, uh, one, they don't want to fucking join because they don't want to be part of that woke bullshit or two, or it could be both. Um, the second is you just have a bunch of young males who are more into, you know, taking depressant, antidepressant pills and anti-anxiety pills and going to universities. And being indoctrinated into liberalism. I mean, it's... And they have no interest in joining the military at all. So we've got a real fucking problem on our hands. And continuing here from the Epoch Times, we'll just continue on with the Navy. Uh, The Navy mocked for teaching sailors to create safe space for everybody with correct pronouns. A video from the U.S. Navy that teaches sailors to cultivate a safe space for everybody by using pronouns that reflect one's preferred gender identity has gone viral on social media. 
prompting many to question whether it has anything to do with protecting the country and winning wars. The instructional video, which appears to take the format of a children's show, features Johnny Rosan and Conchi Vasquez, uh, both engineers at the Naval Undersea Warfare Center in Rhode Island. It begins with the co-hosts introducing themselves by using their preferred pronouns. They also teach viewers how to respond when someone is misgendered. I think the first thing to recognize is that it's not the end of the world. You correct yourself and move on, or you accept the correction and move on, says Vasquez. The most important thing I can tell you is do not put the burden of making you feel good about your mistake on the person that you just misgendered. Um, this is This is what I'm talking about. This is what people don't want to fucking join. This is why the military overall is having a recruitment crisis. And this is why Russia is doing what they're doing. And this is why China is doing what they're doing. Because they see the same shit that we're doing right now. It has nothing to do with getting people prepared for war. Guarantee you China and Russia aren't fucking doing this. But um, let's... I'm going to play you the training video. That way you can hear it yourself a little bit. Um, but you know, before I play that, let me let me get in the last article here with this before we get into COVID a little bit. Uh, Epoch Times, Trans-Inclusive Care Bill Passes California Assembly Health Committee. A trans-inclusive health care bill that would further entrench so-called gender-affirming care in California has passed the Assembly Health Committee, moving it further along in the legislative process despite widespread concern, especially about its implication to children. Senate Bill 923 would all force uh, what, what, sorry, would force all health insurers, including Medi-Cal and Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly, PACE, organizations, to make staff complete an evidence-based cultural competency training to provide trans-inclusive health care to patients who identify as transgender, gender-diverse, or intersex. Under the proposed legislation, individual staff members accused of failing to provide trans-inclusive health care would be forced to take a refresher course or more frequent training if deemed necessary. So basically um, forcing the transgender community down your fucking throat. So um, I'm going to play you the video, the training video from the U.S. Navy. Um, and then we will get into COVID. Hi, my name is Johnny and I use he, him pronouns. Hi, and I am Kanchi and I use she, her pronouns. And we're here to talk about pronouns. What is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from our name. And it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody? That's a good question. A really good way to do that is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying something like, hey guys, you can say, hey everyone, or hey team. Nope, we're not making this up. This is an actual US Navy official video and these are real US Navy engineers. 
I wonder what China and Russia are up to while we're busy indoctrinating our soldiers with gender ideology. So on to COVID. <clears throat> we have a couple articles here. The latest tragedy, sudden adult death syndrome. So that's what they're calling it now. The uh, When somebody dies from the vaccine suddenly, especially young people, um, it is a sudden death. Just no need to look into it. You're just suddenly going to die. So, I mean, you can... It used to be a pretty rare thing, and now, all of a sudden, it's exploded. So, I'm not going to read you the entire article on this, because it's pretty lengthy. Um, but I just... There was one part here, if I can just get to it, about the athletes that have collapsed and died uh, post-jab. Um, among athletes, sudden death incidents has historically ranged between 1 in 40,000 and 1 in 80,000. An analysis of deaths among competitive athletes between 1980 and 2006 in the U.S. identified a total of 1,866 cases where an athlete either collapsed from cardiac arrest and or died suddenly. That's 1,866 cases occurring over a span of 27 years giving us an annual average of 69 in the u.s data compiled by the international olympic committee show 1101 sudden deaths in athletes under age 35 between 1966 and 2004 giving us an average of annual rate of 29 sudden deaths across all sports meanwhile between march 2021 and march 22 so in a single year and this isn't even in, in, in um, um, uh, you know, I mean, obviously you're going to have a lot more this year. But in just one year from March 2021 to March 2022, 769 athletes at least, and those are just of what have been counted, 769 athletes have suffered cardiac arrest, collapse, and or have died on the field worldwide. Among the FIFA football soccer uh, soccer um, athletes sudden death increased by 420 percent in 2021 but i'm sure um no reason to worry we will move on because that is all just a coincidence the vaccine is perfectly safe everyone should take it um and if you have any issues at all um it's all in your head so um, and if you just happen to suddenly die, um, you'll just be part of the new syndrome that is happening worldwide. Just a coincidence, I'm sure. Now, um, the Pfizer CEO said uh, this past week that almost certain Americans will have to take a new uh, COVID vaccines every year. I'm almost certain about it. I say almost certain because, of course, regulators have a final say and all that. But that's the beauty of the mRNA, um, adding that his company can adapt the vaccine just by changing the sequencing. It's like, you know, when people fucking listen to this shit, it's like, 
I've never heard of a vaccine where you can just change the sequencing. Like a fucking computer or some shit. But there are people out there that will tell you straight to your face, well, medical advances have come in such have come leaps and bounds in the last ten years. And 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 and, and, and that's why with the technological and science advances, we were able to come up with a vaccine that can do all this. It's like, huh, okay. That's that's weird. So you can you can have a vaccine that, well, we know now doesn't prevent you from COVID or there's not even a study that prevent that shows that it will prevent you from hospitalization or death. Um, but anyways, but let's just using their logic, it prevents, it basically cures COVID, the vaccine. Um, so we can come up with that, but we can't come up after how many years? What, 60, 70 years? We can't come up with a cure for cancer? I mean, how many other fucking diseases are people walking around with? How many, we can't even make fucking, um, what you call it, baby formula or baby food without having fucking metal in it. We can't even make sunscreen without that causing cancer sunscreen which is supposedly supposed to prevent you from getting cancer from the sun is actually giving you cancer but you're expected for me to i'm expected to believe that these vaccines are the end all be all that i evidently i'm because i'm unvaccinated i was supposed to fucking be dead a year and a half ago I mean, apparently death's on my fucking doorstep. I don't know. I must be a fucking miracle then. I'm a fucking miracle. I've survived this long being unvaccinated. Just call me the miracle man. Speaking of miracles, apparently Biden... See, because remember I said this, was it last episode or the one before that, where where Biden says shit, see, because Biden's a, Biden's a dumb fuck, and he says a lot of stupid shit because he's, because he's old and he has dementia, but there are times that he doesn't follow the cue card that they give him, and he just, he just trails, he just trails the fuck off. And he starts saying shit that's true. That's like where I'm sure if they had somebody, they'd tackle him off stage, just shut him up. And we have yet another thing, another perfect example of what that is, of a moment where they wish Biden would have just shut his fucking mouth. So in this article, um, and I'll play the clip after this, um, I think it's the only sound clip we have of COVID. Yes, it's the only sound clip where Biden was giving a speech about basically uh, we need more money uh, for vaccines and shit. And then he says, well, we'll just get through it at least this year. We do need more money, 
but we don't need more money for vaccines for children. Um, we really need more money because there's going to be a second pandemic. He said, quote, I'll read it again. There's going to be another pandemic. How does he know that? I mean, if you if you were to say, hey, listen, you know, we already have we already been through one pandemic. You, we, we really don't know. There could be another one a year. There could be another one 20, 50 years from now. We don't know. That's one thing. But to come out and say, much like how Bill Gates has said multiple times, there's going to be another another pandemic, and the next one, this next one will get your attention. Um, now Biden has come out and said there's going to be another pandemic. So it's it's kind of just to the point where I mean we can sit here and think oh Bill Gates you know whatever computer fat computer guy you know whatever you know he, he's nothing in my life or Biden he has dementia fuck him but when you have multiple people telling you there's going to be a fucking pandemic another one at what point do you just sit back and and say you know what i think there's going to be another fucking pandemic i think they're going to lock everybody down again and I think they might do it with this fall, with midterms. Or, you know what? Maybe they won't. And maybe they got something juicy planned up. Something nice, something sweet, something loving, something liberal planned up for the 2024 election. Because we all know that that everyone's going to be eyeballing the fuck out of the next election after they stole this last one. So they know that, and they know with the way Biden's going on, and you even have CNN coming out saying that we don't even know Biden should even fucking run again. And so even CNN knows that Biden's a fuck up. And and, and, and it's not even just the fact that they're worried about Trump running again in 2024. Um, they're worried about the fact that, that it, like you have Trump and DeSantis, and there's some real power between those fucking two. Can you imagine a Trump uh, presidency with DeSantis as a vice president? You don't think that the Democrats are scared shitless of that? I mean, look at what they're doing now with uh, uh, with the, with with Roe versus Wade being overturned. There's been riot in the last uh, what nine two nights. There's been riots and shit in the streets. I'm mostly peaceful, I'm sure, but. This is what they do. So why wouldn't they plan another fucking pandemic to lock everybody down and prevent uh, an election from happening? Um, but this article is from Epoch Times. Actually, you know, before we get uh, before we get into these last two articles here. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to blow through these articles. And then at the end, before we get into the last segment, which is Roe versus Wade, which is basically, I'm just going to play a bunch of videos on that. Um, I'm going to read these last two articles and then I'm going to play the sound clip of Biden 
saying this is going to be another pandemic, and that'll that'll end this segment of COVID. Epoch Times: The first COVID nineteen vaccine damage payment in uh, the UK confirmed with others expected to follow. So, um, and I think I have a video also of, uh, and I'll play that right after the Biden clip too. Um, because it's also not just in the UK, but it's also in Canada where now you're having people getting payment, getting paid out because of vaccine damage. Which if you remember, just a year ago, vaccines were 100% safe and 100% effective. And there were no adverse reactions. And fast forward a year, and now there's a, there's over 300 adverse reactions, um, many including death. And now it's to the point where you have vaccine damage payment. I'm telling you, you're going to have like five, ten years from now, you're going to have one of those things, if the world's not already blown up, um, you're going to have a fucking uh, info fucking commercial where they go out and say, uh, were you part of it, uh, this experiment or did you take the COVID-19 vaccination back in 2020, between 2020 and 2022? If so, you could be, uh, you know, expecting damage payments or whatever the fuck it is. You know, you're going to start seeing those commercials. But good luck, you know, um, by then, good luck uh, proving that those damages came from the vaccine. I mean, I don't know. You could. You you very well could expect, uh, you know, prove it. Especially since um, now, according to the Epoch Times, uh, the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine impacts semen. A study after out of uh, out of Israel. So remember when all these conspiracy theorists came out and said, "Hey, we think that this is gonna make you, this is gonna sterilize you in the future." Well, now there's a small study, uh, first one, um, where uh, done in Israel, uh, where basically um, it after the study was completed, they figured out that that the COVID nineteen vaccine leads to a lower levels of semen. Uh, researchers analyzed 220 samples of semen from three sperm banks in Israel drawn from men who received two doses of the vaccine. The semen collection was scheduled seven days after the re- uh, recipient of the, oh, I'm sorry, after the re- after receiving uh, of the second dose. Uh, the researchers, um, led by Dr. Uh, Gat, uh, with the sperm bank and Andrology unit at the Shamir Medical Center, uh, Tel Aviv University's Sackler Medical School, found that there was a decrease in sperm concentration between 75 and 120 days post-vaccination. The decrease led to a reduction in the the motile count, M-O-T-I-L-E, I think I said that right, or the number of sperm. So, um... Look it up yourself. There you go. Um, but you have your first small study uh, that is proving that vaccinated men 
have a lower sperm count. Just the beginning stages of sterilization. And now people are having their babies and their children get vaccinated. So, hey, sterilize, sterilize them at a young age. Um, if you're liberal, um, I say fucking go for it. St- fucking sterilize them. Let's play, before we get to the Roe versus Wade, let's play... What are we going to do? Let's see here. We're going to play the uh, the Biden says there will be another uh, pandemic. And then we'll play one where uh, I think I have the the Canadian where he talks about his injury and stuff. We'll we'll get through at least this year. We, We do need more money. But we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing for fairly well. That's why we need the money. Okay, so this is the last segment. Let's talk just a little bit about Roe versus Wade. I don't want to get too into it because I could literally do an entire fucking episode on this. Uh, maybe I will in the next week or so. I don't know. Uh, but I just wanted to touch on it a little bit. Um, we've got a lot of sound clips here. Um, I've already played the Navy training video. So we're going to delete that out of here. Um, basically, we've got... We're going to end it with a string of video sound clips of Maxine Waters talking about Roe versus Wade, AOC on Roe versus Wade, Pelosi on Roe versus Wade, and Biden on Roe versus Wade. It's just complete, utter panic. Um, I will say that if you're wondering why the Canadian um, injury one didn't play at the end of the COVID segment, I accidentally deleted that. I just realized that, and that's why it didn't play. So if you're wondering why you only heard the Biden pandemic one and not a second clip, I accidentally deleted that one. I can't fucking find it. Um, but anyways, moving on. The Now, how do I simplify this? Because this really is a long battle Uh, just a small part of the long battle of good versus evil. Okay. You have one side. I'm not saying any, any of the sides are perfect or anything like that, but you have one side that basically majority of the people just say, Hey, we just, just leave us the fuck alone. You know, I mean, I'm not even religious, so I don't give a fuck about religion, but most of it, even even religious people, non-religious, we just want to say, hey, leave us the fuck alone. We're going to just let us work, um, you know, and just build our lives the way we want to fucking build it. Um, we don't give a fuck if you're gay. Um, leave our fucking children alone. Let us own guns so we can protect ourselves. Pretty simple fucking shit. Then you have people on the left who are the complete opposite. They see – it's almost like a fucking kid – who sees that you have a new toy and they're angry that you're having fun with it. 
That's where guns are. They're angry that you're having fun with that gun, that you're enjoying yourself with, with that constitutional right, the Second Amendment. And so they want, they want that taken away because these people hate their fucking lives. These people are sick and twisted fucks. Okay. These are the same people who, the same people telling you that you need to shove a vaccine into your fucking arm and, um, and go fuck yourself if you get inflammation and if you die of a sudden death syndrome, um, you know, and, 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 and we need to have, we should have had Hillary Clinton in as fucking president, the murderer. Um, and then also we, uh, love having drag queen story time with your children. Those same people who also say that they don't think you should have the right to protect yourself, um, are now coming out saying that, uh, my body, my choice with Roe versus where, first of all, abortion is not banned. It's just federally Planned Parenthood's not going to get fucking funding unless that particular state, but they're not going to get federal funds now. Um, now it'll just be up to the state. So each state's decision. So it's not banned. It just will depend on what fucking state you live in. Um, but quite frankly, before we get into these videos, um, it's, how do I say this? I don't care anymore. I am at, I am at the point where I literally don't want to live with these fucking people anymore. I don't want to share a country with them. It's to the point where I don't give a fuck about their rights anymore. I'm tired of being nice. I'm tired of being playing the bigger person and, oh, no, free speech for everybody. And, um, you know, if, 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 you know, my body, my choice and should be for everybody and every little thing. No, I, I'm done. I'm done. Because it's getting to the point where you can do that as, as much as as much as you want, but then the other side, they just keep taking a fucking mile every time you give them an inch. That's the fucking problem. Gay marriage all of a sudden turns into fucking transgenders raping your fucking kids at school. Oh, Roe versus Wade 50 years ago all of a sudden turns into... Um, you can abort your baby in California seven days after birth. All of a sudden, oh, we're just concerned about mass shootings. Turns mass shootings turns into, um, if somebody doesn't like what you're saying online now, um, we can steal your weapons. This is the shit I'm talking about. I'm I'm done being. Uh, trying to agree with these people. You're never going to fucking agree with these people. This is, is, is we're, we're closer to a civil war than we are with agreeing each other and meeting each other in the middle. And that's the hard fucking truth. 
And I thought Bill Mayer, uh, he has real time with Bill Mayer on uh, HBO Max. Um, there was a couple of times this past this past year where I thought he was, you know, I mean, he's not going to lean to the right at all. But at least he was in the middle on some issues. And after this Roe versus Wade uh, verdict came out, it's he's gone far fucking left again. And it's just made you realize that even with these people who may look like the left, who who, who kind of lean to the middle, you're like, hey, there might be a chance we can come in and, and meet in the middle with these people. They always go back to their roots. At some fucking point in time, they go back to their roots, and that's the hard left. And that's what Bill Mayer did. And I'll... And and I'll discuss the video because it's nothing but about Trump. He in the short in the three minute video talks about um the Trump hate continues. Okay, um I mean holy shit! I mean they fucking hate Trump more than 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 people hate Bill Cosby. They fucking hate Trump more than they hate fucking Epstein. I mean they hate they hate fucking Trump more than they hate Al Qaeda. It's it's really a cult of hating Trump. That's what it is. And they, you know, he talks about uh, New York City. What we talked about earlier, how the Senate said, "Hey, you can carry a gun in New York City." Um, he calls it right. Welcome to right wing America. If you want to end a young life, you'll have to shoot them. You'll hear that. Um, like, what the fuck does that mean? If you want to end a young life, you have to shoot them. And everyone clears and claps and cheers and oh, it's like. Or you can what? Why? Because you're that mad? Because he says it as if like law abiding citizens are walking around just killing people at random. And then he continues to say, you know, you couldn't bring yourself. He's talking to the progressives back in 2016, how they couldn't bring themselves to vote for Hillary Clinton because she said super predators. Enjoy getting pregnant in 2022. First of all, people didn't vote for fucking Hillary Clinton, not only because she said super predators and because she's a true racist, but because of the leaked emails that came out that proved that she was extremely corrupt. That's why Hillary lost. And because people were tired of Obama's bullshit. That's why. And when he makes a statement, enjoy getting pregnant in 2022. So because what abortion is the end all be all to not getting pregnant. So there's no birth control that doesn't exist. Um, Condoms don't exist. None of that fucking shit exists. The only way to not get pregnant if you're a Democrat is you have to have an abortion. Then he talks about how it's going to be a fun America, a different America. Uh, The scary part is that the Senate says they aren't done. They will go after gay rights, um, but not interracial marriage. Well, um, and he kind of makes a joke about that. But it's like, well, yeah, because for one, interracial marriage... um, when they said that blacks can marry whites or vice versa, 
Um, they didn't take that inch and then go take a mile. They're not shoving interracial marriages down people's throats. Much like what the gay community is doing. When we gave the gays their rights and their, their ability to fucking marry, what did they do? A fucking decade later, basically, and we have transgenderism. We have fucking pronouns. We have pedophiles um, reading to children. So, yeah. I mean, I'll be the first one to say it. If the Senate gets rid of gay marriage, I'm fucking applauding that. Good. I honestly hope they get rid of gay marriage. Because it's, it's, it's like... It's the only way to put out the fucking fire. It's like, hey, we gave you guys your rights. You begged for it. And now look. Now we got transgenderism. Now we got men playing in women's sports. Like this is what happened when we when we give you when we gave you your uh, when we gave you fucking rights. Like you you took a fucking mile. So, yeah, I'm for gay rights being eliminated. Because if that helps eliminating fucking transgenderism, cool, I'm fucking for it. So, but that's going to be the end of the episode. We'll wrap it up with that. Um, I want to play uh, play the Maxine Waters, AOC, Pelosi, and Biden, and Roe versus Wade we're just going to end the episode with those four clips. Um, but it's it's truly amazing at, at just how these people are. I mean, it's just because it, it used to be, like I said, you try to meet in the middle with these people. And then now it's gotten to the point. I think it was when did I think it was you know I think it was right after. Not only the BLM, burning, down cities, but it was for me what really did it was, the vaccine mandates. That's what really fucking did it. And that's when I really started to think you know what, there's no helping these people who think the opposite and um, you know, you're, we're just gonna, you know, no, we're never, we're never going to be in the middle. It's just going to get fucking worse. And eventually there's going to be some type of fucking civil war. That's going to have to happen. Um, you know, and if it happens, it happens, but I, I just don't see any, I could be wrong, but I just don't see right now any other way to fucking to fix this. So, um, thanks for listening. We'll leave you with the four clips and, uh, Hey, stay safe, you know, stay healthy. Um, and, uh, look out for the next, for the next episode. There's no point in saying good morning because it certainly is not one today. The Republican controlled Supreme court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's 
right to make their own reproductive health decisions. What this means to women is such an insult. It's a slap in the face to women about using their own judgment to make their own decisions about their reproductive freedom. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people that it had already recognized. They didn't limit it, they simply took it away. That's never been done to a right so important to so many Americans. But they did it. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. What the Supreme Court just did was that they chose to endanger the lives of all women and all birthing people in this country. Um, but not only that, they've chosen to strip rights from men too. Because frankly, the right to our own bodies and the right to form our families, this is, this is something that belongs to all of us. And it does not belong to lawmakers. It does not belong to nine Supreme Court justices. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies. Thank you. Hello, everybody.